0: you're listening to PlayStation Unchained.
1: Hello and welcome to PlayStation Unchained episode 127. Yes, we're we're still going.
0: 107.
1: 27. <laughs> so you you jumped back was twenty there. So it doesn't seem. It that was long trying ago. to
0: figure. It felt it was too old, so I thought you know we would lie about our age.
1: Yeah, we're we're taping up the wrinkles of Unchained's format and <laughs> keeping it fresh for another episode. Um, it's a two man show tonight. Just me, your host Neil Volt, and of course. Who else would be here, but Ben, should have a How are you doing, Bennett?
0: They, they tie me up to the wall and say that unless I do the podcast, I can't go out for eat.
1: Yeah, we like... we pull the plug on the internet so you can't go on Final Fantasy. He's uh, restricted until he's finished his duty.
0: Well, I'm not too bad, thank you. I could be better considering, you know, what's happened this week. Yeah,
1: you know. Sonic the Hedgehog was 25 and it made us very sad that he's uh, spent most of his adult life being a waste of space. And, uh, yeah. The, the used most to... of
0: my adult life. So,
1: Well, <laughs> oh, yeah, but you know, he, he showed promise. didn't, he, he, he was there. He, he was going to be our, our savior. He was going to take us on to bright new things and new pastures, but he, he was us... going to
0: run really, really fast.
1: Yeah. He told us he would, he told us he would run fast forever. But he lied, and <laughs> now we're in a terrible, terrible state in this world. And uh, that's not a metaphor for anything, I promise. Um, <laughs> so moving on, <laughs> we're here to talk about video games. Because, let's face it, we've talked about all that other shite enough this week, <laughs> I'm sure. Um, I, last week, of course, we didn't get to do any uh, um what we've been playing, because we had so much post d 3 stuff to talk about and that's still ongoing but uh well i played a few things but i'll start with you ben because yours probably a a little smaller than my list on i would imagine uh yeah some Final fantasy
0: 40, a bit of destiny and that's that's about it
1: that's it yeah (laughs) so if you want to know more about those games check previous podcasts resident Uh, evil 7 Oh, yes. Oh, did you play the demo then? Ah, uh,
0: okay. I kind of... I, I shared played it with a friend, try it out, and they got too scared.
1: <laughs> so, had you played it last week by the time we'd done the show?
0: Uh, look, uh, yeah. Uh, I can't remember, actually. I think I had.
1: Yeah, I, I could stop this podcast now and go back and listen, but, you know, work. Um, <laughs> well, I assume yeah, I just want to bring it up anyway. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Uh, you enjoy it, though?
0: Oh, yeah, I had a lot of fun. Well, fun. Oh, well, yeah, <laughs> as
1: much fun as you can have, yeah, Space in a very uh, sadist yeah. This manner. Yes,
0: that's yeah, better. it was a jolly good time.
1: <laughs> a jolly good time in in Hickville, Murder, Barmer, yeah. whatever you want to call I, it. I
0: just had to bring a spare pair of underwear just in case. I mean, good times. <laughs>
1: That was more to do with choice of food beforehand than, yeah, than any probably. scares. <laughs> Damn that, greasy oily food. Yep.
2: Yes. Oh, sorry. Have we a drink
1: there? Oh, yeah, so as ever, being that I am Mr. Review Man, uh, my list is varied once again. Um but uh, I'm on a bit of a slump in terms of playing games are anywhere close to being decent at the minute for reviews. So I've balanced it out by going back to the past and remembering the good old days, because again, in a week like this week, that's pretty nice to do. (laughs) Remember when the the happy times are about. Um, Yeah, because the future looks like it's going to end up like Umbrella corpse. Yes, it does. um, Where they take... The, the husk of something that was once great, and just when they start reminding you about how good they can be, uh, they uh chuck out another shoddy piece of work and call it a game and sell it for money actual money. Um, yes, Umbrella Core, it is oh. uh, you may remember if you've listened to the show long term that I have had such joy um, ribbing Dane who's never to hear for the ribbing, but about Operation Raccoon City and how he likes it, and I think it's one of the biggest travesties in gaming. Um, by the time Day Next comes on, which will probably be in a couple of weeks, um, I may have to tell him it's not the worst Resident Evil game I've played anymore, because I think Umbrella Course probably just shades it. It does the opposite thing, in a way. Um, whereas uh, Operation Raccoon City took you know, all this established stuff and did stupid things with all, and whilst trying to do fan service that didn't have any context, you know, and just and threw stuff in willy nilly. Here, uh, course, is very restricted. They give you maps based on classic locales, but they're dull because they have none of the danger of those areas. I mean, it's striking. Uh, to realise that the original Resident Evil 2 on PS1 has more atmosphere in the, in the places you go than a, th- a version that's, of uh, their map that's on PS4 uh, because basically you're Counter-Strike men shooting each other and the zombies I arm. knew
0: it seemed like a Counter-Strike clone
1: it does I mean, totally it's, it. It's, it's, a, it's a terrible one <laughs> it, it's has a jewelry. It's the closest
0: being... we technically got to Counter-Strike on consoles in Europe.
1: Yes, yeah, because that never happened for some reason. With us. There you go. Yeah, oh, weird. It, it shocked you so much you had to throw your keyboard down. It's... ah, oh, It's hard to sort of describe exactly why I'm pretty close to bed. Well, I say it's hard. It's... Uh, <laughs> without repeatedly going <laughs> shite, 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 shite. Uh, but yeah, it's just a really poor use of the license and you couldn't even accuse Operation Raccoon of that in a a way because at least it did provide you with a whole bunch of it's more colourful characters in there and monsters and things this this has dogs and zombies that's it really it's just and they try to give it a single player mode which is just dull horribly dull i mean it's more tactical than the supposedly tactical online half but yeah it's it's a snooze fest as a a whole and the camera angle is just baffling it is i I don't understand who okayed the idea to have not quite third person not quite first person just sort of in the middle where you are just like hanging off the back of someone's shoulder and they take up most of the screen And then, when all the stuff starts popping up on screen as well, you've got very little room to look at anything. Which, you know, when you're in a room full of uh, the undead and looking for other people as well, uh, trying to shoot you, it's kind of important that you know what's going on. And, you know, in in old Resident Evil's with the fixed camera angles, you had a similar problem, I suppose. But you know what worked in that? They had sound that told you. Where if something was a rough idea, anyway, you'd hear a shum- uh, shuffling or you'd hear a groan. Here, no, nah, they, they don't even bother to do that. They don't even bother to do something that a game in 1996 did. You know, it's it's one of the. It's terrible that in a year that. We'll How dare just,
0: you expect such basic features as sound? <laughs> Next year, we actual text or graphics that that adhesive.
1: I mean, it looks worse than Resident Evil Revelations did, which was a 3DS game that got ported to PS3. So you know, and they did it they did a pretty decent job of doing that. But at least then you could excuse some of the graphical limitations on that because, you know, otherwise you are just gonna to have to rebuild it from the ground up. This yeah, it's built on the Unity engine, which gets enough flack as it is, and there are games that use it well. Um, layers of Fear, which uh, ironically is a very Resident Evil esque game and uh, set in a big mansion with some spookies going on, uh, uses the Unity engine and looks really nice. This uses the Unity engine and it, yeah, it's pish. It's just. It looks low rent and seeing that splash up on the beginning doesn't really fill you with confidence, even though it could, you know, if, if it was done right. It, it does just feel like they said. Well, we got the remasters coming out and that, and uh, we'll have the demo. We've got some uh,
0: spare change behind the couch.
1: Yeah, it's like, but we need to do something else for the, the anniversary. Um, let's put out a Counter Strike game. But it's just such a Capcom move to be like several years behind the curve as well on things. It's like, I mean, as much as the Resident Evil stuff's wonderful, it's like the fact they're doing a first-person horror with limited, you know, weaponry, which became popular several years ago. It's like, is Capcom catching up and going, oh, this is an in-thing now? And it's like, no, no, this, this was an in-thing several years ago. You've you, you got to start catching up. And it, this is pretty much like, oh, Captain Strike Go seems popular. Let, let's do something like that with Resident Evil. It's like, Don't you remember when we did Operation Raccoon 2? still
0: skins as well,
1: probably. They do. Oh, uh, yeah, their idea of sk- they entice you with the idea of this DLC pack, right, that has Wesker and Barry and Chris and Leon and Hunk, which Hunk pretty much looks like the rest of the soldiers you get in the game anyway, so that's wasteful. Um, but no Tofu. No Tofu, but they have Jake from Resi 6, which is just Wesker point two. Um But yeah, all they are are masks that you can get, literally just put over instead of helmets. And yes, yeah, that's, that's what you're paying for uh it's yeah, it's a terrible game, and you know what though you know what's the saddest part about this Ben? It's not even the worst game I played this week, which is saying something Be
0: <laughs> so... fair though, I hate to say this, I really do hate to say this, but the game does look like it could have promise as a shooter could... but what I've seen is it wasn't Resident Evil based, and they put more money into it, mm-hmm. and they called it its own brand. it would a uh, an uh, average shooter game.
1: Does that not describe pretty much everything they've done with Resident Evil in the last few years? Like, if it wasn't pretty Resident much. Evil, yeah, it would be good. It's Just, yeah, but I, it has its to own. To be fair, problems. though, the last time they said that and
0: they actually did it, we ended up with Devil May Cry. So,
1: yeah, but at least they did change it to something else. You know, it's like this is tenuous at best. You know, the same. But yeah, like I was saying, this is not the worst game I have played this week. I haven't reviewed the next one, but it was past Embargo Date, the games come out. And I feel like a kind of a duty to sort of warn people off. Dino Dini's kickoff revival, which is funny enough, a revival of the kickoff game made by Dino Dini from the nineteen eighties. It's a football game, I think it's which uh, soccer game, if you will. Um viewed in a top down fashion, much like the games of Yore, um with promising to be an old school experience what it is is a very buggy very confusing mess of a game it's a it's you think for the top-down perspective and the simplistic style of football that it'd be very easy to get into i mean does rocket league not prove that you can take the basics of football and make it work in anything um but here, there's just, they don't even follow the basic laws of football, which is just <laughs> beyond weird. I know it's trying to be more arcadey in some ways, but then the touch control of it is so bad that it's trying to almost be simulation. Like, um, if you turn off with the ball, the ball will just start rolling off in another direction. So you, the ball doesn't really stick to you at all. And yeah, it the only way to control the ball is to sort of shimmy like a crab going across and then ah oh, it's just it's mad. Um the tackling in it is just weird as well that you it, you slide about twenty miles every time you go for a slide tackle. And sometimes it'll be a foul, sometimes it won't. It's like there's no real reason you can't tell why, because it's a top down you're looking at little blobs. And you can't really tell if they Caught a leg, or if they've just missed them completely, it's stupid. And you'll have things like, uh, think, oh, someone else points out as well, and I had the same thing. Um, player scored an own goal and went and celebrated with the winning team. Is that, um goalkeepers uh, saving, <laughs> saving the ball behind the line quite clearly in the goal, and it doesn't count as a goal? Um, just it's just it's full of stupid little bugs and. It's it's a terrible football. Well, game too. I'm
0: looking at the pictures of it now on the PlayStation store. Mm. And the picture showing the crowd looks like someone's either A tried to make one of those mind eye pictures and you have gotta try and guess what's in the image <laughs> Or B, someone's trying to do a mosaic tile thing in their bathroom and they got halfway through it and decided to change colour.
1: Yeah, and then in the background, they've laid all their boxes of cereal about to make a city, yeah. basically, um,
0: which it's, I wouldn't because even mind it that. Do, it, they don't even look anything like a crowd, no. at least in this picture. You can't see no. people. It's just colours.
1: It's like the sound on it. There's like You hear the wallop of the ball and like a little bit of crowd noise when there's fouls and uh, goals, but nothing else. No, no ambient crowd noise, no menu music, nothing. No explanation of the controls anywhere. Uh, it's just it's it feels half finished, and from what I was reading, it um, they've basically rushed it out to get it in time for the European Championships, and yeah, it shows. So it already got delayed. That's the strange thing. It was supposed to come out I think a month or so ago. Um, yeah, I think they were running out of money by the sound of it, and they ended up uh, <laughs> yeah just shoving it out there. I was kind of hoping graphically, I wasn't that bothered. Because it was strange. The
0: the, the graphics of the actual characters look okay. Yeah. I mean, it's just the crowd looks bad. Because uh, even back then, you had some sort of idea of a crowd. That's it. This just looks like painted colours. It doesn't even look like people.
1: No, it really doesn't. And I just don't quite understand what the reasoning was for any of that. Um, But there you go. It's. With these and uh, I, I, it, you know, when mighty number no. nine is the best new game you've played in weeks, um, it, it's telling, <laughs> it's you know, it's uh, been very bad for that.
0: Is that even out yet?
1: Mighty number no. nine
2: will kick off. Oh, oh, there it is. Yeah,
1: yes, yeah, it's come out, it's out now,
2: out there in
1: the ether, as they say. Um, But yeah, so yeah, two bad games. Boo. Hiss. And yeah, it's round off a month that's probably seen three games I'll be giving below four out of ten. But as I said, I was fed up with that and fed up with the other stuff going on out there that um, I was going to go on the PS3 again to go and play Sonic the Hedgehog just for the sake of playing for the 25th anniversary, because I like playing it now and again. I ended up instead uh, starting Shadow of the Colossus again after our talk last week about The Last Guardian and and Shadow of the Colossus. And, wow, yeah, just, that game is still really, really good. I mean, I was saying last night playing, fighting the fifth Colossus where it's, it's the winged one that flies up in the sky and you have to wait for it to swoop down so you can jump on as it swoops past and it's just like that, It's so accelerating and climbing to each wing whilst it's in flight, and oh man, it's just such an epic fight. And it's like, and it just made me think, it's surely, surely, now with all the weight they've had with that, with The Last Guardian, it's going to still work, if they can do that kind of quality again with something, I mean, you, you look at those games, they're very simplistic in a lot of ways and yet they, they mine a lot out of that. I mean, Do you know
0: this? Ico was originally designed to be a PS1 game.
1: Hmm, yeah. And I could see why that's probably more limited of the two. It's uh, <laughs> well, this was, you know, uh, Last Guardian was originally designed to be a PS3 game. So
0: <laughs> that's. I mean, it, everyone's surprised that they've transferred, you know, but it's not the first time they've done it.
1: Hmm. Yeah, they, they've said this week you know, that, that it'll match expectations effectively. Which, well, to I be know. fair,
0: they have to say that. They're not going to go, "Oh, by the way, our new game is going to be pretty crap. Please don't buy it." I
1: don't. Know. You could say, "I think you'll be su- quietly surprised." You know, it's like, <laughs> at least that fools until you camp. But I don't know um, if people have not that bothered about it anymore. Then yeah, of course, it'll meet expectations because they don't have any. But yeah. It'd be nice if it did. I, I do believe it will. It, um, just because...
0: Uh, no, I don't play... think it will because so many people are so hyped about it being the greatest game of all times and how it's going to be amazing. Well, I, don't, I don't even know that. that's it. I don't know. think it's going to reach... You don't think
2: it's yeah, going reach Yeah, the hype, what? I think, Microphone will be
0: muted. too much, really. Microphone I activated. think it's amazing game, but the hype oh, might, might be too much. Too much especially
1: with the way, Yeah, yeah, I can totally understand that.
0: So. I, I, it, it's not going to be a bad game. It could be one of the best games, but because of the hype, it, that will be an issue.
1: I think the hype is going to be more critically than commercially, uh, you know, with people um, out there because I think it will be people wanting to, you know, Have a go at it more than anything else. When people who actually care, because you know their last two games, you know they're they're cult favourites still. They have an audience, but it's not that big of an audience. And uh, I I think the game needs to do the talking at this point. I think it's good that they aren't showing a lot of it yet because it could damage it. I think the more you know, the
2: because yeah,
1: that is the majesty of two micros games in the past. Is that they yeah you you really have to play them to appreciate them properly. You know, looking at them is never gonna talk, sell you properly on it. It's like if you can see this for a lot of games to be honest. That they're never quite as impactful by watching videos on YouTube. Some work that way, but they're designed that way to get people to watch them on YouTube, especially more modern things like. The jump scare games and that, but uh yeah, I think I, I'm still I'm still very confident. Knowing that going back to against 10 years old and it, in quality terms, it's still really good. It's like, and I don't even mind the fact that the controls are a bit if you know different to normal control systems. I mean, I heard people say that post E3 about The Last Guardian, that the controls feel a bit odd. And it's like, well, they would. The same in ICO, same in Shadow of the Colossus. So they, even at the time, they were very counterintuitive to what most games were, but they worked within that sort of universe, if you will. It's hard to want to describe, but uh, yeah, it, to me that says that. Just,
0: just because it's different doesn't mean it's automatically wrong.
1: No, there's more than one way to control things. Yes, there are people who do sometimes go out of the way to make control systems different for the sake of being different and it just annoys people that's fair enough but when there's history in a company's workings of doing something like that then you know it shouldn't be a complaint really unless it's like terribly bad but i doubt that i doubt that yeah i mean i can't see the last guardian being terrible by any stretch of the imagination at worst, I see it being a you know, a seven out of ten, yeah. unless you know. they will prove be the odd person who gets to review it that just is born of a different generation and don't quite understand the the allure or the or the feel of games like that because games have changed massively since Shadow of the Colossus. You know, it's a they are a very different beast, so to speak. So who knows? Who knows? Um, Beyond that, I played Beyond Good and Evil, uh, which I haven't played in so so long. I think it, with both these games, I case I played them many years ago. I played Shadow of the Colossus when the HD version came out on PS3, but uh, I know I didn't complete it again. I I did the first few, and then went to play Ico and forgot all about it. And but yeah, it's a uh, Beyond Good and Evil still quite fun. It's like, it still kind of makes you sad that there isn't going to be a sequel ever. But Ubisoft but is keep...
0: is that Ubisoft will keep. funded by Nintendo. I heard. But, um, yes. Yeah. Beyond Good and Evil 2 so long. That...
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, they keep trotting out as a sort of, "Oh, it's coming! It's coming!" Just keep buying the other games we make first, you know, and we'll we'll, yeah, we'll make sure we do it. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh... <laughs> it's
0: hopefully they'll announce Beyond Good and Evil 2 with a budget of 500 billion because of all the funding we've had to do
1: yeah. uh, when you
0: buy the normal version you get a real camera free
1: yeah yeah that could work
0: <laughs> just, just from all the funding we've done
2: <laughs> yeah
1: I mean I'd like it to be the case of that. I mean there they go the Kickstarter route with that one? And uh, seeing as a, it's taken a bit of a kicking this week with uh, Mike number nine. So you, you're kind of hoping for the future now that the next few sort of games in that mould well, do they well.
0: Off, they released a demo of what you call it, the, Car- the Castlevania thing. Yeah. And that's supposedly, from Jim Sterling's opinion, which I watched because he is amazing. Yeah. Um, he seemed to like it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I was a relief because at first he wasn't sure, and it's like it was nice to see that. work. And Ukulele sounds like it's going to work as well, which of course is another game that's you know, trading in on former glories. But uh,
0: I had just hope my game. I bat. Well, I two games on Kickstarter: Starship Interception, which was pretty good. Yeah. And Shenmue Three.
1: Ah, Shenmue Three again. This is going to be one of those things, and I said this with Mighty Number no. Nine. It's like if you go in expecting, this is probably quite uh, poignant considering uh, what's been happening this week, but if you have only a vague idea of what you expect a game to be, based on some distant memory of what the games that influenced it um, were, and so, such as in the case of Mike No. 9 and Mega Man games, then you are gonna be disappointed because part of you will expect this old experience, but you'll expect it to match a very modern version of it. And they don't always fit, you know, um, old school ideals and a modern takes on it. You've got to do it just right in order to make it work and you know, Mighty number no. nine adds like the dash stuff. That's just it's it's cool. I think it works in some ways. It doesn't really sit right with a Mega Man game, so that people will be annoyed about that. Uh, yeah, with that game, it's it's not even that bad a game. It's just it's it's delivered from what people were hoping for, and it's one of the first ones where a, a wider audience have really been burned by what they expect out of a Kickstarter. And it's like you saw a little bit of that with um, Tim Schafer's Broken Age, where people just got angry about the fact that it got split into two parts and the fact that the second half didn't seem as good, and it's just ah, it's it's always going to be tricky. But so I think it does need a success story out of uh, crowdfunding for games, uh, a real you know not just smaller wow. ones, but a really good big one that that just you know, if Shenmue three could be that one, would be awesome. If Ukulele could be that one, that'd be great. But it's it someone needs to do that. Someone really needs to deliver on their promise and people, well, having the fan base that actually knows what they're expecting would help too, but no, it's Shenmue.
0: I'll admit, I've never played a Shenmue game, so I don't know what I'm expecting.
1: There you go. I mean, that could go two ways for you. Um a slightly I nice... maybe
0: did it because I know it's a massive game, and I have a big ego, and I did it. You ought to be I in be it, in Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Oh yes, those those credits on my number Get nine. The game yeah. As a bonus. <laughs> oh yeah, it's always <laughs> nice too. Yeah, it's
0: oh yeah. I went for the whole hundred one, which at the time for yeah, it's like yeah, hundred dollars was like fifty quid. So it's like, well, you know, what well, I'd be paying that for a game anyway. anyway.
1: Yeah, why not? That's it. And...
0: and this, when I buy this one, I'll be in the credits. I'm like, yay! <laughs>
1: I wonder, how, I wonder how long those credits will be. That's for sure. Mighty number no. 9's got a fairly well, lengthy to, set.
0: Just to fill my name in, Eddie. Really. <laughs> Special thanks to Benjamin Thomas, William Schiller, Hall, Chile.
1: <laughs> got the whole name in there. <laughs> Excellent. Well, I think that concludes uh, what we've been playing section of stuff because I've probably been playing other things I'm always playing Pez but uh, that's pretty much like you with Final Fantasy it's just like it, it's there every yeah, week it, it's football game it's it's a good football game I played this week <laughs> that's all that matters um oh no I did finish um Fallout 4's uh, Far Harbor DLC now that it's uh not so buggy now that it works now it works better it's like but yeah very good I actually the um End decision on that one was uh, actually really uh, affecting. I quite liked the way they did it. It was um, because it, it pretty much pushed you to say, "Well, you're going to have to choose here," so like, and th- there's, there's no right way of choosing, and you're, you are pretty much forced to watch what your choice has done, without and you are powerless to stop it effectively. And it's it's yeah, kind of dark in a way. But I made it all better by getting rid of the shitty, um, nuke-loving bastards as well. So couldn't go wrong there. Yes, um, outside of those things, um, I mean, this week we were going to talk about um, indie games after we sort of touched upon it last week. But as Tim couldn't be here and Gary couldn't be here, we'll save that for a week where there's more of us. And we can have a more even I say even more (laughs) more people to talk about it would be the best way to put it. But um, I've played a bit of VR this week, and though I can't disclose what, uh, embargoes, um, I can't say that it's been intriguing. I mean that, and uh, you know, seeing that stuff like Resident Evil Seven is going to be in VR, and that, and a couple of the games like that that came out of E3 has finally been enough to sort of spark my interest in it properly so it's got me thinking yeah it's it's got me thinking and uh, well, yeah you you've you've played it vr Resident evil and uh among other things so but yeah it got me thinking uh of what other franchises could use vr and in what ways because obviously Full games, as they are now, are not really going to suit being completely VR for several reasons. I mean, motion sickness would kill you in most of them. And uh, you you just wouldn't be able to respond fast enough uh, with the current tech. So, ideas I'd had. And I'll, I'll throw it to you as well, Ben, here, because obviously, you know, it's a, it's a team game. But... Um, my first choice was very obvious, I thought, and this probably did not interest you so much but uh sports games, so uh, specifically football games now, playing football in v r would be stupid mean, anyway, it would just be far but too fiddly, I'm and you'd be kicking to, everything
0: imagine a goalie style of football I could see that that'd be good,
1: yeah, but in unless you could recreate the movement. Then, which would probably involve you no, landing I landing about, through your television you know,
0: when, you're, when you're trying to score stuff
1: yeah, oh you mean like yeah that's again that's yeah because yeah, that, that would be very much yes that, yes, you could do that, and I mean if you remember many years ago back in the arcades, there used to be that game that you could go and kick an actual football and it sort of worked.
0: yeah, that was fake enough where you have a ball and you kick
1: it and yeah into that virtual net thing so yeah. That could work, but what I thought is um when you have a management mode, you could actually be the manager standing on the touchline, you know, getting a full view of what's going on, you know, you know seeing the match play out in front of you, using your know, move controllers to sort of highlight where you want to change tactics and stuff. You could look down and you've got like a tablet in front of you that you could sort of switch formations and make substitutions and stuff. And yeah, it'd be really cool. I mean on a more novelty value you could like have a seat in the stands um, to watch. I was, like...
0: thinking, I was joking about that with the Tekken game where, where you want actually, basically the VR mode is you're not actually playing Tekken. You're playing, watching people online play Tekken and you're yeah. in the crowd.
1: Yeah. See, this, it's something that would be a really good branching thing. I mean, in future, that's what VR would be very good for anyway, is actually having a, a ringside seat to live events, you know, and without having to be there. So this is a sort of good middle ground, you know. It's like, especially as sports games and 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 competitive games have that. I mean, you could do that even for a mobas view world that you could be in a, a sort of virtual crowd watching an esports final, you know, like you're actually there.
0: Home.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm surprised it hasn't really been implemented again. But then, you know, home is what it was. But yeah, don't implement Sony... that game, Sony. <laughs> no, no, you had your fun we, with it. I,
0: I, 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 trust me, although it was considered a public beta test, there were still closed beta tests. <laughs> and some of the features that they threw at us were just weird.
1: Yeah, just, I don't know, when you... <sighs>
0: we had to close test an real Tournament. Them.
1: <laughs> but, yeah, the core concept behind it for VR would work. You're very, very right there. I think that Having that sort of social meeting place uh, thing, to it where you could watch games being played and like in a crowd. I mean, they're going to have that anyway they, with um, PSVR that you'll be able to watch stuff like Netflix from like in a, a, a cinema experience, which is like enticing enough as it is, you know. <laughs> so, but yeah, so it, it doesn't seem like that far of an extension to make that into competitive games. So I suppose the, Yeah, yeah I mean. You couldn't really play online games with it, so to speak, because of lag and problems like that. But uh, yeah, watching it is less of a problem because.
0: Well, they're working on Final Fantasy 14 using PSVR.
1: <clears throat> yeah, and 15 They've using it a bit as well. Some
0: of it already, uh, like the Titan fight, but it'd be really. I think it'd be really hard to do online. uh Fantasy 14, mainly because the markers are how you know when you to be, be attacked. Yeah. So if you can't see it behind you, you can't
2: see the markers, so chances are you're going to die. Hmm. Well, so
0: I Yeah.
1: experience. Yes, it would. I mean, on a very basic level, um, I don't know if you remember Telltale's Poker Night. I think I said this last week, that, uh, which learned, was... I always
0: wanted to fight never number it, I remember it. it yeah, it's like... like uh, clap, trap, um, Ash God from
1: Adventure Evil Breath. Dead. Yeah. Yeah, Brock from... Um, from Venture Brothers, um, Ash from Evil Dead, and um, Sam uh, from Sam and Max. The, Max from Sam uh, and Max, is it? And
0: GLaDOS, right? And
1: GLaDOS, yeah, is like the dealer, if you will. Uh, stuff like that would be really cool in VR. I, I was saying that last week. It's just because you don't, you're don't, you not required to move anywhere, and you could just sort of, especially with the PSVR, you could sort of hand, use the Move 1s to sort of do your card movements and stuff. Yeah, I mean it, something simple like that. I mean we were talking about earlier about doing uh a stealth game, were we, before we started, and I think a tile based game would work quite well. So stuff like XCOM. So you having that sort of diorama thing of just having it in front of you and you can sort of do all the movement like that would be kinda of cool. Uh, like you uh,
0: shame the camera can't crack your hand movements as well, because imagine imagine it would be like tricking Mission, Mission, yeah,
1: Mission yeah, Impossible, Impossible style had Sorry, uh, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean these are things that, in time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so these are things that'll happen, no doubt. It's, uh let's think of other things. I mean, if it wasn't already dying a death again, you'd say guitar hero would be perfect. It's actually, you know, you know, going from that whole live action crowd thing they did and actually doing it in VR so you actually do feel like you're on stage while you do it. Maybe and i mean you'd have to be good at the guitar hero so you know where the buttons are actually looking at them because <laughs> uh you'd want really to be looking down and see like you've actually got a real guitar in your hand even though you haven't and yeah it'd be kind of cool like, interesting well, to, to fair, see they,
0: what they could do is they could have a, a practice mode where you're holding your a fake
1: yeah that's it well even a you singing can game, you game could do this with
0: with an actual guitar, or you can play it in like an easy mode where you can see the guitar, fake guitar in your hand so you know what you're doing.
1: Yeah, but I think if you want to be simpler with it, a singing game would do fine. You know, with the same idea of having a crowd in front of you and you're performing and you can see the reactions <laughs> properly. No, I
0: can truly perform naked in front of a crowd. <laughs> I mean,
1: <laughs> the Commander cherry stuff's coming back, <laughs> it'd be hard. <laughs> oh Christ <laughs> no it was also I mean the thing that sort of sparked me off the most about it all was the idea of starting like from doing um, tours around in first person of like uh, Los Santos and Craft 525 uh, because it just yeah I mean it looks amazing and from what I've seen this week with VR it was like doing that sort of tour environment of a game world could be interesting you know, where you don't really have to rely on combat or anything like that. And you just, you know, getting a feel for being in that place. And, and I think um,
0: this will sound weird, but with VR, you don't have to have the graphics being as good as Uncharted. No, no, you don't. You really it don't. Somehow it versus you with less, with, better, with worse graphics because you're there. In yeah. The spot.
1: I mean, that's what I was just going to say, actually, without obviously talking about the game specifically. Um, what I found this week is not just that, but you don't even have to be that complicated a game. Uh, You you don't have to have really interesting things to do. You can make the mundane extraordinary with VR. it's like, I mean, from what I was playing this week, that you are basically doing a job. You know, you're you're just, you're looking at stuff and that's all you're doing really. But the immersive nature of the VR makes it feel like you're doing it in a real place. So it's like, it just adds something, you know. It's like that's what got me excited for the idea of Resi VR. Is that if they're bringing back all that sort of note finding and puzzle solving stuff, like that just could be amazing, especially when you've got that and you know, the sense of something over your shoulder. At the minute, of course, it's making a lot of people sick because they're not they've not finished doing it properly by the sound of it. But yeah, if they... well,
0: well, I think the issue is the fact they put right the right analog stickers, the head movement as well as head
1: but I think they'll they'll take that on board and move forward with that. And but uh, because it can work if you do it right. But yeah, there's there's so much implementation for it. It's, it is really hard to describe VR when you really you do have you actually really really do have to use it to understand it. It's it's all right saying it. It's like, and I think you need to have that balance between you know, being gamey and being, like, a very immersive almost real experience. I mean, it's it's still, to me, a very un, weird that you can see game characters standing in front, literally standing in front of you. It just doesn't seem yeah. You, know, you can I can say it here, but to actually experience it is just such a different thing, altogether. It's like, I mean, it, it, there's no bones about it. You are literally seeing What's in front of you feels like it's there. You know, there are times that I moved my feet in front of me um, in real life, thinking there's nothing there, and kick something under the table. I'm just like, <laughs> it's unbelievable. Because you, you do just, for a second or two each time, forget where you are. And it's a very strange experience, but it's something humans will get used to. I think it's because it's still very new tech, and that I, I think it will take a while for people to get used to the little, quirks and foibles of it but yeah it's it's exciting and uh i don't know if it's exciting to the price that it's costing at the minute but yeah, yeah. if it can ride the wave now and uh do all right out of this out of the box uh, especially for psvr then great going forward we can get cheaper versions and more people can get into it yeah, uh, I mean, it, it, this is why I think it's very important, very, very, very important that Sony keep a distance between the Neo and the VR stuff. Because if you release both within a, a very small window of time, you're going to kill the VR. Because people want to make a decision. It's like, will they upgrade their console or will they get VR? People aren't going to spend you know, close to a grand. On new stuff, unless they have that money, and there aren't that many people really that have that sort of cash that want to spend that, you know.
2: Yeah, are there any other
1: games you think of that would be interesting in VR? All well, I know is uh,
0: I really hope I get to review Job Simulator VR when it comes out. <laughs>
1: yes, <laughs> see, yeah, <you know, laughs> when you said that before, it was like it sounds ludicrous, but yeah, I can totally get now. Why it would work, and why it would actually be interesting. i
0: watching this. There's some gifs of what it's just like hilarious.
1: It, it's mad. It, it it shouldn't work, but it it does, doesn't it? Like I said, the mundane can be made interesting. And it's it could be a good reset bar for games, actually. In that sense, that we're in an era where people expect everything to be going on at once in games, you know, because that's where we've been led to with what's going on. And
0: um, get these little gifts. I've sent you a picture, a link on Slack. Yeah, okay. just at it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> it's so simple, but uh, imagine that in VR, be quite a Yeah,
1: one. I mean, that's it. It's just it doesn't, as you said, it doesn't have to be like graphical fidelity of greatness, it, it is just it works in whatever way you do it, and it's like.
0: It's the fact that you're actually interacting with the game, and yeah. you're Just holding something—that's what
1: makes it so. That's it. It's like it's like you can be immersed in a game world that doesn't have any real life you know, relation. You know, it's like you—I'll know, for, say for me, it's like um, like Minecraft. You can see how it works and how it sucks people into its world without ever looking real. You know, it's like um, I'm intrigued to see that in a VR setting now because oh, yeah. it just—it sounds awesome. And now, Christ, if, uh, I mean, really, I don't see No Mask Guy really working in VR yet, but if it was, wow, you know, that's just, that game would just become life, (laughs) I think, it really would. Just the idea of fighting, well, I mean, they'll have that with the Star Wars Battlefront stuff with the X-Wing thing, I mean, if anything's going to sell VR, surely that's the sort of experience. You know, the, yeah, you, know.
0: but you have to own Battlefront, right, don't you? And it's only one mission.
1: Yeah, which it's a free mission, game, though.
0: has it priced for 50 quid.
1: Yeah, basically selling it to the game. <laughs> the, the DLC is actually free, but... Uh, yes, silly.
0: Yeah, they've got the VR um, extreme mission for 50, 49 mm. on game.
1: Yeah. Actually, on that, uh, just as we're talking about Battlefront, the fact that its DLC won't be complete till next year,
2: which
1: is like... It's a bit cheeky, to say the least, to sell the but game as a full can't, price game. Can you
0: wait for your new? Uh, um, I can't think of anyone more um, Cantina Dancer as your DLC character.
1: <laughs> Which is a very long window of content for a game that launched with very little. You know, it's it's kind of insulting. And by the time that's all done, it won't be long till the next Battlefront. And it's just it. It's a bit silly. And it's a. Like, One of those times where you think,
0: if if I'm rightly, the DLC characters were pretty shit. If I'm rightly,
1: they're nothing special. I mean, a lot of that game is. It could be really, really good if they just not let business get in the way of it. You know, if they they hadn't thought, well, we want to milk this for as much money as we can because Star Wars, then yeah, they. I think they still would have done well. It's like, but yeah, they they had to cut it up and. And it, it sounds cynical to say that about games oh they're just cutting this up because it's, it's, the game seemed light on content, but they really did with that. there was stuff in there that should have been in there from the start, more variety, less of this stuff that was <laughs> space effectively battles. space battles um I mean the fact that d l c uh, for v r is a space battle <laughs> so <laughs> it's just uh it just makes you wonder if that's what they were thinking um. But yeah, just they could have done so much better with it, it's disappointing. And you know what? They'll probably do that with the second one, they'll, they'll do everything right and you know, burn people along the way to get there. Which is, uh, I, I'll say this EA don't do that as often as they used to at the minute, but yeah, when they do, it just reminds you that it can be a bit dickish,
2: which is a shame.
1: Oh well, well. Yeah, that's a lot of VR talk. We did a lot of nice VR talk there. Ah, uh, could we talk about anything else, though, Ben? That's the question. Oof.
0: It's very quiet, even though E3 just happened, really.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's probably because we had that big lead-in. I think you know where there was so much stuff beforehand.
0: There, was some, there were so many leaks before
1: E3 that you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just so much last week to go through, and we did quite well with that, I think. But. Um, it's looking interesting you know, going forward. There should be a lot of good games. But yeah, we are coming to that time of year where there's so much less coming out. I mean, this month's been fairly it, uh, good.
0: It, it's like the developers want us to go out to enjoy the sun.
1: Yeah. I I think last year was about the same time that I started getting where I wondered I know, half over the year again. I haven't really pay, played any games that are terrible yet this year. And then, I think, Afro Samurai 2 came along and, <laughs> and said, hey, you know what you were saying? <laughs> You're going to regret it. Like, and, yeah, <laughs> and this month's... Well, they're had...
0: like, you know what? Why are you indoors playing games? You should be outside. It's sunny. We'll, we'll release really shitty games to make you not want to play games.
1: Yeah, that's that's why No Man's Sky is in August. It's like, heatwave? Yeah. Uh, you, you, can, you can stay in now. <laughs> so, but, like, next month is going to be um, very lean. I'm sure, I mean, Batman remasters aside, um, you have what... Which looks Ghost... kind
0: of bad right now.
1: Right now, yeah. Well, that's one to see if it'll be any good. Um, but you'll have that Ghostbusters spin-off game, which I'm sure will do really well. I'm sure no that'll way... be the best game ever. Uh, yeah, and I'm sure everyone will love it, because everyone loves Ghostbusters, especially Ghostbusters with women. And it's because uh, I, well, This all isn't I with
0: that... women, is it?
1: Is it not? I don't know. It's a...
0: No, I think it's... A... You cast the characters with half-men and half-women. I don't mean they're half-men, half women
1: half <laughs> <of> characters. But... <laughs> Hermaphrodite busters. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, just to clarify, nothing wrong There is there is women. i just yeah, referring yeah. to that backlash. We're just the fact that,
0: uh, <laughs> and to be fair, I, I, I did find it a bit weird all-women ghostbusters. It still seems a bit odd to me.
1: But then, you know... One guy is doesn't anything, want to know. Yeah,
0: it's, as long as it's funny and it's good, that's all that matters. It doesn't matter who's actually... Good.
1: Which I think is the real problem, I think, with the trailers for it so far as it hasn't really looked that funny. But, exactly. yes. and it's yeah, getting I'm a harder rap than it does. It. Yeah, But it isn't deserving of quite the bile it's getting just because. So, yeah, I think it's half yeah. and half.
0: We'll see. I'm not going to bother seeing it just because... I rarely go see movies because it's like an hour trip. For me, so an hour and a half yeah. trip to get uh, to the well, cinema. You so on, the it on if I could really, I must really, 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 really want to see the movie. Yeah, it's out.
1: not, it's not like video games where I like to actively seek kind out of terrible things. And um, you know I if it's going to be terrible, I'm not going to watch it until it's you know, available more readily.
0: I don't know what you, you, you a video game, just kind of the opposite. Yeah. Oh my god, that's bad. I
1: want that. Yeah. Uh, well, here's the thing with that. It's in my opinion, a very good thing for for a reviewer to do is to take part in all aspects of gaming. I think this is what we sort of touched upon with the indie stuff last week, um, that you can't just come into this sort of business of thinking, oh, I just want to review all the biggest, latest games. And it's like, yes, that's nice, but uh, you know, there's more to the industry than that. And I think if, if that is what you see the industry as, it's just the big games that get the hype and the attention then you, yeah you, you're not really that interested in it you're just you you like yeah. some games that's fair enough no problem but yeah if you as a reviewer you want to be testing yourself with all sorts um maybe not really far out of your comfort zone i mean like for me I, I i despise driving games but um you know if it's burnout which sadly we'll never it get tell
0: me you're not going to play on kart if that ever gets announced
1: Oh, for the fun, yeah. So I, would, I don't. It's um for me, it's out of my comfort zone because I don't care about cars really at all. It's like, despite you know the fact that Grand Theft Auto is one of my favourite franchises, going. It's so like, I don't really give a shit about cars. Like, um, well, apart from crashing them, really, which is why Burnout's the best racer ever. It's um no, you. It's nice to play the, the odd bad thing now and again. The, the, the odd thing that's You know, fatally flawed, but also has something to it that's quite interesting. So yeah, you end up playing all sorts of delightful treats like this week. and (laughs) But then something will come along that's uh, out of nowhere that's really good. You don't really get that if you just
2: concentrate on what you want to play. Yeah, it's, it's a good way to go. Good way to go.
1: Ah, but yeah. What else was it? Yes. Um. Yeah. Next month's very lean for games. Uh, of course, this week we should have been playing No Man's Sky, yeah, but uh, that's now August. Um. Yeah. So, I suppose we'll be talking about all sorts of things that aren't related to <laughs> what we've been playing in the coming weeks, unless it's old stuff. But uh, we shall see. I'm sure we'll have plenty of nonsense to talk about, as we're very good at that.
2: So uh, yeah, I think that
1: concludes our uh, little podcast this week. A short one, I'm afraid. Yeah, probably just under an hour. But uh, you know, we can, we know. can only. I think it's
0: been decent-ish.
1: Yeah, we've done all right. I mean, so, like I said, anywhere between 45 minutes and an hour and a half is fine. It's you know, for me. It's like it's you know, hey, it's free content. That's the way I put it. It's uh, if you're listening to it, and that's. Uh, you're getting forty-five minutes at least out of it, then. Good on you. If you're paying for it, then by all means, you could say you could tell me that I'm wrong, and I need to do five-hour podcasts. So you'd be mad and have some sort of death wish. But uh, <laughs> I don't
0: know what five hours would end
1: up being. I would just yeah. Uh, oh uh, well, we just we'd literally have to... T-
0: would end up talking about walls or Nintendo. And-
1: yeah, I mean that. To me, that's what I'd always like to do. <laughs> if I had the time to do live stream stuff, that would pretty much be it. <laughs> just doing five hours of talking nonsense over some game, but uh yeah this this is not we a house about a yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: we still need to finish that sometime in the stream
1: we do, it, probably in a way that was better than we planned at <laughs> that time <Yeah. laughs> in a way where we can both see what's going on at once and, a uh, share
0: play would probably be your best idea
1: yeah, yeah, that's it we, we shall try again with that, and other things, we'll figure something out, I'm sure, down the line. uh don't get to do as much silly stuff on here as I used to, which is a shame, and it'd be nice to do that occasion because nothing annoys people more than silly stuff for some reason., ah. anyway, yes, so
0: with Gary this week either
1: no, two weeks of running because last week we couldn't do it because all the games, and uh um, yeah, it's sad. But he's, we'll he's get
0: still back to busy that. busy on his secret KGB mission this week.
1: Yeah, poor Gary, too busy off um, upsetting the European Union and doing horrible things.
0: <laughs> Trying to sneak us back in.
1: <laughs> yeah, through the back door. <laughs> <laughs> ah, dear. Okay. Um, do you have anything to shout out this week, Ben?
0: Ah, like that's shout out to the Phoenix Down Radio. I Look forward to meeting you guys in October. A shout out to Klaus. A shout out to Evolve Mail if you're listening. Thank you again for those tickets. You're the best. Uh, the very best. Shout out. Yeah, better than anyone ever was.
1: <laughs> you got it. <laughs> Nicely done. Uh, it's like one of those things in life now. It's almost automatic. You could just say one line of that song. <laughs> and let someone knows what you're on about.
0: <laughs>
1: but sorry. Uh, yes. Go on.
0: Um. That'll be it. Good, I think. Yep.
1: Yeah, cool. Excellent. Um, yeah, shout out to anyone listening. It's been great. Uh, shout out to anyone that had a shred of sense this week and didn't vote the wrong way. Um, let's <laughs> uh, not go to too far into that one. But still, yes. Yeah, let's, and let's
0: remain on topic.
1: Yes, let's remain on topic. We wouldn't want to leave anything out. Um, so, and yes, uh, big shout out to Sonic the Hedgehog. So, being 25 this week and god bless you. you I never got around to playing you again this week but still still one of my favourite games of all time is Sonic the Hedgehog and it's for all the hard times that you've had as a series in I, recent years I still
0: years. have a price ticket on my Sonic 3D Ah oh, man 59 quid yeah, you know it
1: was yeah and people say games are expensive these days they're pretty much the same price as I, um, price. I
0: remember- no, it's cheaper now. I remember when N64 games were like...
1: Oh, yeah, the cartridges. yeah. <laughs> Which, coincidentally, is 20 years old this uh, week as well. So, you know, the, the legacy continues with these things.
0: Well, well there's rumours that the
2: next Nintendo console will use cartridges. I, I don't... I don't yeah <laughs> i don't well, see how
0: be actual flash drives, you know, flash yeah, drives yeah 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 but it'll be a, a yeah, I could, yeah okay that
1: could work yeah, yeah. it would it sort of
0: cartridges because of how
1: it would tickle the nostalgia bone i, I suppose that's uh, something but hey who knows who knows um yeah so yeah big up to sonic uh please 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 make a good game again sega um and Sonic Team, I especially.
0: I, I, I don't like the fact they keep calling it Sonic 2016 because that just gives me flashbacks of Sonic 2006.
1: <sighs> yeah, Christ, oh God, no! Yeah, the the connection is horrible, and uh, yes, <laughs> the nightmare is real. Please
0: do
1: make that. Make it 2D, get the jump right, and you'll be fine, right? That's all you need. Do that. Uh, we
0: Ugh. don't mind knuckles and tails, but that's about it.
1: Yeah, beyond that, we don't need any. Fucking cats and birds. And I might just...
0: pick the cat, but I just I don't know.
1: Not, not... We need the background. Yeah, exactly. We don't need the extended universe.
2: We're <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway, that's us done for the week. Join us next week when there might be more of us. Who knows? It might just be the two of us again. We'll see. It's a week to week fun adventure that we get to play um, if you have any questions as ever, uh, the twitter is ps underscore unchained. and yeah, just throw your questions there give us a follow if you like um, until next week I shall say bon adieu, is that, I don't know I just ignore what I said, that's terrible uh, I'll say goodbye, there you go um, and Ben, <laughs> I will leave it in your capable hands to end the show
0: I'll end it with...
2: Where's my pet froggy? I lost my froggy. Where is he?